News. Five fifty-two on Wisconsin's morning news this morning. New information on the fallout from what is reportedly an attempt to overthrow Russian President Vladimir Putin. This morning, the leader of that effort, Wagner Group's Yevgeny Prigozhin, now saying that that was actually never his group's intention. ABC's Justin Finch. Prigozhin broke his silence from an unknown location. Saying in an audio recording that his goal was not to overthrow Putin's government, but rather to protest Moscow's attempt to dissolve his forces into the Russian army. Yeah, but they shot down a fighter jet and a couple of helicopters and were apparently closer to Moscow than originally reported. So that doesn't entirely check out with a lot of observers. Meanwhile, President Putin addressing the Russian people in a recorded message working to appear firmly in control. ABC News correspondent Ines de la Cotera is in Paris this morning with new reporting on this. We'll back up and talk more about Prigozhin in a moment, Ines, but can you start us off with the latest comments from Vladimir Putin? What's what's his spin on this? Yeah, so it's interesting. We did see uh, Putin. There was lots of talk uh, yesterday and over the weekend that we hadn't seen him uh, since uh, since the, the Wagner Group announced their abrupt reversal and since they decided to halt their march on Moscow. Uh, but we did see the Russian president in pre-recorded remarks. So a video was released. Uh, he thanked Russians for their endurance, solidarity, patriotism. He claimed that any blackmail attempt was doomed to fail. And he said the armed rebellion would have been suppressed. So I think that's being viewed as Putin really trying to project strength here as outside observers are, are saying that this whole thing leaves him looking weak and, and possibly vulnerable and, and might embolden some of his opponents. Um, he also said the organizers of the rebellion betrayed their country and their people. But at the same time, he said the majority of Wagner fighters are patriots. He thanked them for not following through with the rebellion. And he's offering them the option of joining either the defense ministry, other law enforcement agencies, or he's also giving them the option of returning home. So interesting to, to, to you know, see how he's trying to walk a fine line here with the Wagner group. He's uh, calling out the organizers of the rebellion, uh, insisting that he would have suppressed the rebellion. But at the same time, he's not going after the Wagner men. And in fact, that was part of the deal that ended this rebellion. Uh, the Kremlin saying that it would not be punishing uh, the, the, these mercenary men that their leader would be allowed to move to Belarus. And on that point, actually, the FSB uh, saying that they have dropped the criminal case investigating the rebellion, saying the case was closed because it has been established that the participants stopped their actions, uh, stopped the actions directly aimed at committing a crime. Yeah, and uh, we're talking with ABC News correspondent Ines de la Contera this morning. Uh, on that, we don't know exactly where Prigozhin is, Ines, or what he's doing next. Is there any talk, though, about this episode? Because that all just seems so convenient, that perhaps it was a false flag of some sort, the abrupt turnaround, the convenient exodus here of Prigozhin. Is it possible there's more here than what it looks like? I think that's the general feeling um, that there's just this was so bizarre. Um, it happened so quickly. The reversal was so abrupt. Um, and, and we don't know the full details of the deal. So we understand that the deal uh, was brokered by Belarus's leader, Alexander Lukashenko, who is also a close Putin ally. Um, but I don't think he's someone who's, who's, you know, necessarily trusted by the international community either. And so the fact that these three men are three men are, are involved here in, in this 
deal, there's a sense that we may not know about all the details of the deal, all the concessions that Fergosian may have gotten out of the Kremlin. Um, and certainly that's what uh, you know Western leaders are, are talking about, that this may take uh, a while to play out. It may be uh, several months before we fully understand the, the, the impacts of all of this. The Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, talked about that, how we haven't yet seen the final chapter here. Um, and then the EU's foreign policy chief, Joseph Burrell, also said that the situation in Russia remains complex and unpredictable and that the EU is remaining vigilant. So, um, yeah, lots of questions still as to what what this was all for, what it all means and what came out of this deal. ABC News correspondent Ines de la Cotera live with us from Paris this morning. Thanks, Ines. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Yes, still a lot there. You right. And and how are we going to know? And and what's good? You know, what's the best outcome for the West? I told you when this was all playing out on Saturday, it was in the car and, you know, my daughter wanted to listen to, you know, hey, can we put some music on? I'm like, we have to hear this right now. This is happening. And I just quickly explained what was going on. This guy's marching on Moscow Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's Putin's has fled, fled the capital city. And she said, is that good? I said, that's the question. Don't have an answer for that one. It is concerning, though. Think about all the chaos in that country, yes. and there are a lot of arms in that country. More here than the story that we're being told, though, right? Yeah, no, nope. absolutely. Investigations wrapped up. We're good. Yeah, we're good. It's <laughs> we're moving fine. on. Nothing to see here.